Hello and welcome back to the Lift Your Life podcast. I hope you are all doing very, very well indeed. So in today's episode, I want to kill two birds with one stone. One, because I wanted to actually do a little bit of a podcast about my prep update, where I'm at my reverse diet, how it's going, because I've had a few questions about it. I've always been very interested in hearing about people's experiences after a diet and I think it's something that a lot of people don't talk about because it's, it's tough, it's challenging and it can be, you know, people don't want to talk about that stuff but I want to basically just be open and honest and share my experiences because I think when people don't talk about it, it makes it, it kind of adds to the stigma of making it hard to talk about. So if you are having struggles post-diet, post-prep, whatever it is, you then feel a bit embarrassed to talk about it. Whereas when I see other people talking about it, it actually just makes me feel better about struggles that I do have to think, right, this is normal, this is okay, and they are getting through it, so I will get through it too. So I wanted to share my side of the story to just inform you guys because a lot of you have been very invested in this prep, which I'm really thankful for, and you like hearing the updates. So I wanna share where I'm at and what's happened since I finished my photo shoot. And as well, I wanted to share some tips on nailing reverse dieting in terms of things that I've learned from my own personal experience, from watching other people do it. And this is very relevant to anyone who goes through any sort of reverse diet, whether that's after a bodybuilding prep, after a photo shoot prep, or just after a, a general diet and you've reached that point where you want to reverse. Because ultimately, the principles are the same. Yes, the level of restriction that you go to is going to make potentially it harder. There's those arguments, but realistically coming out of a diet doesn't matter how long you've done it for doesn't matter how restricted it is or how lean you got it comes with its challenges and I basically want to share my top tips for how you can nail your reverse diet because when you nail it it's one of the best things that you can do I've got clients reverse dieting at the moment who are nailing it and by that what I mean is we're getting their food high you know we're increasing their food every week they're feeling better every week they're feeling stronger and they aren't really gaining body fat. Some of them, their weight is dropping, or if it is increasing, it's very, very slow. And that helps with your mentality and self-perception because there, there is a huge fear when it comes to reverse dieting about regaining that weight. And if you can keep your body composition in a really good place, mentally, you are gonna feel so much better. And ultimately, physically, you're gonna be in a better place because you won't be in a position where in a few weeks or months down the line, you're gonna want to diet again because you're uncomfortable. So let's go into my update first. So the reverse side of dieting after this prep was something I always had anxiety about and I had anxiety actually leading up, you know. I was like, I'm so excited for my shoot but I know that once the shoot's over then it comes reverse dieting and I'm scared. I always find the initial jump of going from prepping and dieting and just you know eating less and having that as my focus to then having to eat more a mental struggle and I think anyone who maybe has had a struggle with disordered eating in the past will always find that that switch tough you know some people look forward to it they're ready to go and eat certain things and I was just very apprehensive and I was very nervous and I did flag it up literally in the weeks leading up to my check-ins I was like I'm nervous I'm not gonna lie I'm scared of regaining weight and I do think a lot of that has stemmed from how I felt last year in my body and just having those worries of feeling back to feeling that level of uncomfortable when again we've had to work so hard to get to a point where I feel good in myself again. So I did feel very 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 anxious and Vicky reassured me that, who's my coach, if you didn't know, that we will be taking it very slow and very steady. We'll make the changes that we need to get your energy levels back and your recovery on point. But after that, it will not be huge pushes because we want to ensure that we're doing enough to ensure that we are actually reverse dieting. 
um, effectively, but at the same time, not screwing your headspace by seeing huge scale weight jumps or huge, you know, increments of body fat coming on. So we're pretty much a month into it now because my photo shoot was on the 6th of June and it is the 4th of July today. So pretty much nearly a month because I, I started my reverse program um, the day after my shoot. I got straight into it. So yeah, nearly, yeah, nearly a month. It'll be like four weeks. So in terms of stats and where I'm at, in terms of body weight, I'm actually, I'm very, very mind blown by how much it hasn't actually really changed. So for context, my photo shoot weight was 120.5 pounds. Um, one week out, I was sitting at 122.4 pounds. And this morning, I was 121.5. So right now, I'm pretty much sitting like in between where I was on the shoot day and one week out. So realistically, my weight hasn't changed really at all from around the photo shoot. It's come up a little bit some day, some weeks it's come down. Um, I had actually some lows after the photo shoot, which were lower than that, and then it went up a little bit, but it hasn't come up to past my peak week weight once. Um, and that's with four weeks, and that's with increases in food every single week, which really, really, really does blow my mind, to be honest, that my body just hasn't changed at all. In my last shoot, it definitely did come up a little bit, and then stabilized but then went up whereas this time it just does not really seem to be going up now I feel very different and this is again where I think the scale weight is good in some respects but bad in others because it's almost like the reverse of when you I can't explain it because normally when people you know they don't see the scale go down but they feel better in themselves and then you rely on that as a metric. With me, it's the other way around at the moment. Like my scale weight isn't really moving, which is the, the data to show me that I'm not gaining weight and I'm not really changing. But I feel like I look so different and I feel like I've put on loads of weight and I feel bigger. When I look at my comparison photos, my look is different, but I think it's in a good way because I've got more carbohydrates, so I've got more muscular fullness because carbs store is water in our muscles, so it just basically makes your muscles look bigger and fuller. So I think in that respect, I look better, but because I don't look as like lean and defined in certain areas, and as well, I'm pale AF now and I had a tan and the tan made me look a lot better. I'm perceiving that as, oh, I've got so big and I'm not comfortable and which is really, really crazy because I've literally got hardcore objective data in front of me telling me different and I still can't see it. And this is one thing about reverse dieting where I think it's very, very good to have accountability, support and a second eye, whether that is a coach, whether that is a really, really good friend who you trust or a partner, someone who is gonna tell you straight because some people will just tell you that you look amazing regardless because they love you. But you need someone who is going to be objective and to the point and say, no, you're not gaining weight. No, this is exactly what it is because your head goes in a dieting phase. You know, your head really does go in terms of your self-perception. I've known it from both times that I've dieted in the past that I don't see myself the way that I should. And then I'll look back at myself a few months later and go, Christ, you were lean loose and you just couldn't see it. Now, why could you not see it? Because you were. And if anyone's been in that position, you'll know exactly what I mean. So having someone to give you that bit of a head wobble is crucial. And, you know, I am very open and honest when I do my check-ins on how I'm feeling. And once a week, I get a bit of a head screwing on going, yeah, you look fine, so shut up. <laughs> so it really does help. Training-wise, obviously, we started the training split. Um, 
just after the shoot. So I think it was on the Tuesday that we started it. So I did my shoot on the Tuesday and then I started my split the following Tuesday because I had a few rest days just to recover. And then I was away over the weekend and I trained down in London and just did some fun sessions. So I'm not sure if I've gone through my training split, but I'll quickly run you through it because my training split is not conventional. It is very much suited for me to bring up the areas that I need to in order to become a very, well, have a good fighting chance at competing and doing well next year. So currently I do Mondays as a rest day, Tuesdays I do glute, no I don't, I do hamstrings and quad, no I don't, I do back and shoulders, Wednesdays I do hamstrings and quads, Thursday and Fridays I rest, Saturdays I do glutes and delts and Sunday I do back and hamstrings. I will switch the odd day around if I have stuff going on like last weekend but that's typically what I do. Cardio has been dropped from a lot of cardio when I was on the prep to I'm on 20 minutes a day now I think I mentioned a little bit about the cardio getting dropped in the last update but we're now just on 20 minutes a day which is a breeze to be honest steps still around 10k a day which is pretty manageable most days I do exceed that but it's very very doable with my lifestyle because I am quite sedentary with this job um so I do have to make an effort to get up and go for a walk but it's not like massively hard to get 10k and food wise um Obviously, we did start to increase food into the shoot, so it started to reverse from the lowest point prior to actually doing shoot day, um, and then it's just continued to, to increase. So I was on a meal plan, well, I do have a meal plan approach, which I follow most days, um, but I have asked for the macros of the meal plan as well, just so I can, on certain days, if I want the flexibility to factor certain foods and meals in, I can. And when I say that, I don't mean like factoring in like a McDonald's or a Domino's. It's more just certain things that I don't have my meal plan that maybe I want one day, like oats. Um, yeah, no, hardcore plan meal, that, isn't it? Oats. Wow. Um, or, for example, if my family, like last night, I went around to my family's for Sunday dinner. And realistically, it was chicken, potatoes and veg. <laughs> so if I'd wanted to have tracked an account of that in, I could. I actually did have that meal as my off-plan meal because this week I was set an off-plan meal and dessert to have and I did find that a bit overwhelming because I think I, I got told to eat a takeout and order some food in and stuff but for me I don't really ever do that I don't really enjoy takeout food and I was just yeah I, just, I was really, really busy with work so I actually wanted to sit down and enjoy it and I was not rushing but I wouldn't have had an evening in so instead I decided to just go around to my parents have Sunday dinner with them and just not track it and then for my off-plan I had a a pro I know it sounds really stupid and boring, but it was a protein cookie pie slice that I got ordered in for after my shoot. And honestly, you wouldn't have known it was like a protein version. It was bloody incredible. And I know the calories were pretty high on it. So it's not like just one of those protein treats that you could factor in as a daily thing. It, it was a treat and I really did enjoy that to be fair. In to on top of that, I've got 150 calories every single day as free calories to just use if I want to on anything. It doesn't matter what macro. I use them on some days and other days I don't. Again, I find it quite hard to just have that flexibility to go, actually, I want a bit of this or I'll have a bit of that. Really, what I've used it on is, I think, on my rest days, I don't have any cereal in my pre-bed yogurt bowl. So on the rest days, occasionally, I've just added some cereal to that. But that's it, really. No wild, you know, factoring in chocolate bars or anything like that. It's been pretty pretty much just what I'd normally eat but that's what I enjoy and mentally I think I'm in a really good headspace I'm I'm starting to adapt quite well to the reverse 
And I'm just focusing on the positives because I feel so much better on this food. My training's going really well. My cognitive function for just day-to-day tasks and work is really high. I'm feeling very, very motivated, much happier. And, you know, I can now have that flexibility if I want it, which is nice to know that I can have it. So in terms of where my food's at, I'm on about, well, I know my macros now, so... 2,000-ish calories on a training day and 1,900-ish, I want to say, on a rest day, um, which are very much very higher from my lowest on prep. So, yeah, it makes a world of difference having all that food. It really does. So that's me. That's where I'm at with my reverse diet. You know, I'm still having struggles, but overall, I think in terms of on a, from a physical perspective, is it going well? Yes, it's just the mental struggles that I'm still having, but I have not not done anything. I haven't, you know, undereaten. I haven't done extra cardio. I stuck to the plan, even though at times my head has said, no, just, just, just do extra cardio. Just don't eat that, you know. I've stuck to it to a T because for me, I know it's important to do that. That's, this is what's going to help me to get to where I want to be. And this is what's going to help me grow as a person to push myself out of my comfort zone. And even when I have the anxieties telling me to do one thing, I know what the right thing to do is. And that is to follow the plan to the T and it is paying off because I'm getting stronger and feeling better. And my body is adapting to the extra food very well. So that's my update. So enough about me. Let's talk about you. Let's talk about you and your reverse diet and some top tips for how to nail yours. And like I said, these are things that I've learned, learned through experiences with my clients, learned through experiences with friends who've been on preps. And I've kind of narrowed it down to about five things that I really think are super important when it comes to smashing a reverse diet and getting through it as best as you can. So the first thing is just to keep an element of structure, right? So what a lot of people will do is they'll have structured, you know, certain types of meals that they'll just rinse and repeat or certain meal timings that they will have when they are on their diet or their prep. Then they'll have, you know, they'll do the, they'll finish the diet. Maybe they've got like a milestone event that you finish the diet. So it's like your photo shoot or the holiday or the bodybuilding show, whatever it is. Maybe you'll have some time off tracking a small amount. Maybe you'll have a meal out. And then you don't get back into an element of structure. You just wing it. And that's the worst thing you can do because honestly, you just want to get back to structure. Obviously, yes, you will want to increase your food intake because otherwise you'll still be dieting, obviously. But if you don't have any element of structure, that's where you're going to struggle. And the best thing that you can do is just to go back to as similar as what you were doing for a short amount of time at least. Because honestly, it will really, really help. Because when you have this it's the idea and it's the psychology that because you don't have to be working towards something, you can just do what you want. And when you've already lost that element of structure, you'll just go, well, fuck it, I can have a bit of this. And that's when you get into these habits of massively binge eating, habits of massively overeating. And obviously that's when it can just become a very, very slippery slope very fast. So what I would suggest doing is having your off-plan meal, having your day off or two days off tracking, and then just get straight back into what you were doing you know, stick to your usual meal times. don't completely change your food sources, just have a bit more, or have a little bit extra just to make that meal a bit better, so for example, if your breakfast was, you know, some Greek yogurt with a scoop away protein and some fruit or something like that, you know, quite a low calorie meal, well, you could add some cereal to that meal, but still have that meal, you know, if your evening meal was like chicken and rice and 
veg or maybe you could add some like you know like a low fat curry sauce to your chicken and rice to make like a, a curry or you could have some avocado with it you know just spice it up a little bit to make it more interesting or just have more if you really like that food sauce like for me cream of rice instead of having 40 grams have 65 grams and honestly it will just make it so much easier and you will ease into it and transition into it so much better now that's not to say you know don't have extra bits and bobs that you want to enjoy and you know enjoy the flexibility to a degree but if you are just being flexible 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 with no structure you you are going to be fucked basically so have a structure stick with it eat similar meals similar times just allow yourself more or little bits and bobs extra to those meals to just make it a bit more enjoyable now that you can secondly and this is something to actually do prior really to starting the reverse is to not plan in loads of things for afterwards don't just plan in like oh, I can go out for these meals. So I'm going to book in a meal with my mum, my dad, my cousin, my dog, my brother, my sister. Um, I'm going to, um, Monday I'm going to order an Indian and Wednesday I'm going to get Domino's. Don't plan all these things in. And don't hoard food. I've seen people do this. So leading up to it, they'll like buy bits and bobs. Like, oh, I'll have that after my shoot. Oh, I'll have that after my shoot. Or I'll have that after my prep. I'll have that after my diet. And you're just going to want to binge because once it's there, you might have that mindset of, oh God, I need to get rid of it all. Now it's here because I want to get back on track. And again, this is where binging happens. So don't hoard it. Don't plan in loads of things that you want to eat. And don't make a food list. I see people do this of like, every time they see something pop up on New Food, New Food UK or a restaurant, they make a list of it all. And you just want to go and eat it all. And there's really no need because food is not going anywhere if you reverse diet right, you know, you're going to be able to be in a calorie surplus for a good amount of time and you'll enjoy it more having something once every few days or once a week or once every other week rather than binging on it all and just feeling like absolute crap. So by all means, if you've had to say no to meals out because it has been quite a restrictive um, diet, a prep, and you've had to, you know, say no, factor in a couple, you know, for the people that matter the most. But don't just plan everything every single day because it will become overwhelming and you will really struggle. Don't hoard food. If there's one or two things that you do really want afterwards, of course it's fine to have them. But if you buy every single little thing, that you're like, oh, I couldn't have that on my prep or my diet, so I'm going to put that in my cupboard, you're going to want to eat it all. If it's not there, you can't have it. You've got to remember that. And don't do food lists and save loads of screenshots of food again because that's just going to make you feel a lot worse. So don't do any of that. The next one, and this is something that I'm actually going to be doing this week with my clients doing the photo shoot, is to make sure that your next steps are already mapped out before the diet ends. Because if you finish a diet without a goal or a plan of action, you're going to feel lost and you're not going to have any direction or motivation. And again, that's when you can go into this fuck it mode because what have you got to work towards? I've done this diet, I don't have any plans really for going forward, so fuck it. And you don't want to be feeling like that. You don't want to be feeling lost. You don't want to be feeling like, fuck it. You want to be feeling excited for what's next. Whether that is having just maybe a bit of a diet break and then going again, you know, because you haven't finished the job. Whether that's, you know, you've done a photo shoot, you've done a bodybuilding prep, or you've got pretty lean for a holiday or a wedding and you're like, right, I want to grow. I want to build muscle now. I want to improve on this for the next time that I diet down. Whether it's actually, you know what, now that I've dieted and I'm pretty happy in my body, I want to get to a point where I can just sustain this and I just want to focus on getting really fit and healthy and I'm just going to maybe run a marathon or I don't know, something like that. You just need to map your next goal to keep you focused and motivated because there is nothing worse than finishing a diet and not knowing what you want to do next or having some sort of route or direction because that's when you'll feel lost that's when you'll just go into fuck it mode and that's when you'll you'll just undo all of your hard work 
So with all my girls, what we're doing is we're going to be having conversations over this week, um, jumping on calls and meeting with them for coffee, just to basically go, right, so what is it you want to do after the shoot? You know, do you want to carry on dieting? Do you want to continue, do you, want, you know, to build muscle? Do you want to go into a reverse diet? Do you want to just take the focus off aesthetics and just focus on getting fit for a bit? What is it you want to do? And we'll make sure that they're feeling excited and you know, ready to take on this next step of their journey. And that's what you need to do and ensure is there. Even if it is just a case of, oh, I just want to go to maintenance for a bit. I don't really want to be working towards anything like as such, but just knowing the path that you're going to take next is key. Next um, is to like kind of, I've been discussing about myself is to really try and detach from your body and the scales as much as you can. Because in a dieting phase, you know, how you look and t- to an extent, the number on the scale becomes things that you become very, very focused and fixated on because they are your metrics of progress, you know. If you are wanting to get lean for something, ultimately the scale will be giving you that trend to show you that it's working. How your body looks is obviously showing you that it's working. And in a reverse diet, there is going to be an element of, I mean, besides from me being in a case, but the, the scale will go up. And I know my scale will go up eventually at some point. Your body will change, you know lines will fade and especially at first even if you don't massively overeat after you know or go out for food or anything just the fact that you're probably going to be increasing your calories and probably increasing your carbs is going to change your look drastically because when you put more carbs in we know carbs store as water so you are just going to look a little bit less defined you know lines that you had in your arms and shoulders may start to fade and your abs and it can be a complete head black and obviously the more you progress with it the more changes will happen so you kind of need to do a bit of a role reversal and start to really focus on what were kind of the negatives from the dieting phase so things that you started to struggle with within your dieting phase and now things that are going to become easier and better and you want to fixate on that and really really enjoy it because as humans we always like you know focus on the things that we can't have so in a dieting phase we focus on the fact we can't have food um and we're feeling a bit more tired but then we're in a gaining phase we 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 get upset about the fact that we're not as lean so it's like well you can't have both so you might as well just focus on the good stuff whilst you've got it so you'll start to feel more energized your training is going to get better you're going to get stronger enjoy that because i know for a fact right now when i got to the end of my prep i hated training i honestly couldn't be bothered it was a get this done kind of thing and it was really hard you know it was really hard to train it was i was just so tired and fatigued and i didn't enjoy it whereas now my mojo is back my energy's back i'm getting pbs and i fucking love training i'm so excited to train i've got that passion and that fire back and i'm really loving and focusing on that my energy is good you know the fact that i don't have to drag myself out for a walk and drag myself to go stand up to make you know to put the kettle on that I'm not so exhausted after a day of work because just the energy just to do anything is just so draining. I can, I, you know, like some days I want to keep going. It's like, no, Luce, you need to switch off now. <laughs> put your laptop down, put your phone away, go chill out because you need a good night's sleep. And the fact that I'm sleeping better, the fact that I'm not hungry, the fact that I'm not food for, you know, all these positives you just need to home in on and detach from the your body in the scale because if all you're doing is going oh I'm getting bigger oh I'm gaining weight well you're just going to have a very very negative time and you know reverse dieting there are so many positives to enjoy and focus and fixate on and if you do focus and fixate on them you're obviously going to just want to keep going with it you're going to enjoy it you're going to have a much more positive experience if you just start to get very very negative about it you are more likely to kind of sack it off because I well I feel like shit anyway so what's the point I might as well just eat what I want so we don't want to get you to that point 
And the last one is just to not expect it to go perfectly. You know, you can see other people reverse dieting and some people will quote unquote nail it in terms of the fact that they're saying they feel good, their weight's not really moving, they're staying pretty lean and everything's fine, they've had no cravings and all is good. There, there will be a few people and some of those people will actually be lying. Some of them will have had struggles. They just won't want to admit them. But there'll be many, many, many people out there who are on a reverse diet or have reverse diet who don't share anything and have struggled. You know, it's it's a tough thing. It is a tough thing to flick that switch and go from dieting to to reversing because it's it's a mental game. It really is because you don't have that one thing to be working towards anymore. You don't you don't need as such to stay within your calories. So there's just those temptations to go over, but then when you go over you feel guilty. Seeing your body change in a different way, it's really, really hard to, you know, to get your head around. So there will probably be times where you struggle. Then probably will be times where you maybe do go over, have a bit extra, miss something, skip something. And it's okay. And what you need to do is be accepting of the fact that especially if it is your first time doing it, then it might not be perfect. There may be bumps in the road, but you just need to be accepting of it and not beat yourself up. Because if you beat yourself up, that's when you just see yourself as a failure and what's the point? And this is when we go into those fuck it modes and give up. You have to be accepting of your struggles and just learn from them and go, okay, so this is the bit that I'm struggling with how can I deal with it? Like for me, it's body image. I'm really dealing with the body image side of things. How am I dealing with that? I'm speaking to my coach. I'm talking to you guys about it because I feel like a problem shared is a problem halved. I'm, the days where it's worse, I won't wear like shorts and like, you know, sports bra in the gym because I know that I'll just look at myself in the mirror and pick myself apart. That's not me hiding away from my body, but I know that sensibly, if I did do that, I would just end up being in a negative headspace that day. So it's not worth it. And, you know, I've had struggles with food in the respect of want, you know, being scared to eat more and having a bit of anxiety about eating more on some days. And that's okay, you know. I've gone from being very, very restricted and very, very disciplined to having a bit more autonomy. And I'm finding that hard and I accept that. But what I'm not doing is hiding away from it and letting that anxiety build up. If you're struggling on the other end in that you now have this autonomy and you just want to eat everything and you feel so out of control, that's fine but speak to someone about it, don't let it get out of control, but don't feel bad for it, because I promise you, everyone has some sort of struggle, whether it is mental or physical when it comes to this, and have at some point, nobody has reverse dieted perfectly every single time, and if they say they have, they're lying to you big time, because everyone's had some sort of head wobble or struggle or something. And that is today's episode wrapped up, I do think. So I hope it's been interesting and insightful to hear about my reverse and I hope these tips on how you can nail your reverse have been helpful too. Any questions off the back of it, please let me know and I'll be happy to help. Um, But for now, I'm going to sign off this week's episode. Over and out, have a good week and we'll catch up in a bit, guys, on next week's episode.